Batman will come for me. Batman? Batman, you say? Coming for you? I'm counting on it! This is your brain on the Bagel Boys show. Ooh, nice. And this is my brain on the Bagel Boys show. Does anybody else feel like a fried egg? You know, welcome back, everyone. <laughs> I know what you're all thinking. These two guys are putting out episodes way too quick. We can't keep up. And for that, I apologize. How on earth are you expecting us, the listeners, of course, to run through... What is it, like three episodes a week, we average? Sometimes four, right? (laughs) Sometimes. And then we got this live commentary episode we're doing on the Batman. We're not. (laughs) We're going to go see an IMAX, Wes, which means that we're going to have a hard time recording, but we can do it. People get what the people want, I guess. (laughs) It's been a long three weeks. We Mm -hmm. are little jokesters here. Uh, there's no Joker in this movie, but we're being old Jokers here because it's been about uh, a month since we've recorded. Has it been a month, really? Yeah. Uh, and three and a half weeks since our last episode, maybe three weeks. It's been a while. I'm sorry, everyone. I, I my my deepest condolences. It is wait, no, not that's your not fault. Right. I mean, condolences. That's not the right word. My deepest condolences. Is that that's the like word? what you would no. say, like if someone else, like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> it was the listeners who lost something, right? <laughs> I don't know. The point is, we're I'm so sorry. sorry for I'm all sorry. Of you. We're both sorry. We we had to attend. Uh, Should we say it? Uh, yeah, there was a funeral. A bit funeral. A bit funeral. Uh, we had to say goodbye to a really important bit to us that meant a lot. It's been around since. The inception of this miniseries. Inception, you say? No, that's a different bit. Oh, okay, sorry. It's rude to bring up other bits during this yes, time of morning. We must honor this bit. Uh, we had to lay to rest. Uh, unfortunately, our Batman, don't say Batman, in the Batman miniseries bit has passed on. We laid it to pasture. Uh, it's gone. We're not doing it It's anymore. not in pain anymore. More importantly, Daniel and I are no longer in pain. It came at a time when it there knew, was... Yeah. It knew what it had to do, but it didn't know if it had the strength to do it. A la Kylo Ren. <laughs> and we... Uh, so we're going to have just a moment of... We play some bagpipes here, maybe? I think in the words of uh, The Dark Knight coming up, uh, it was a bit that we deserved. Not the one that the show needed. Especially when you consider things like listener retention and trying to describe Batman and talk about Batman without saying Batman. It just feels wrong saying the word Batman now. I know. I feel gross doing it. But you I'm know so what? Sorry. We'll get through this together, Daniel. Yes, we will. By um, the way, this is the Bagel Boys show. It's a movie podcast that's not meant to be taken seriously. Seriously. If you couldn't already tell by the preamble movie podcast, that formerly went through 
different miniseries, usually covering five-year-old films, franchises, and finally actors. This is our franchise series on the Batman. We've changed our ways. We've changed our ways for the future. For right now, Mm. just sit back and relax and enjoy the Batman franchise. As we know, we're coming up on halfway through. We're sniffing it. Are we? halfway point, I think, right? I'm not doing doing the math. I'm off the clock. You do the math for me. Today we are covering... The 1990-something. Yes. <laughs> We're clearly prepared. 1995, Joel Schumacher directed Batman Forever. And the year I was born, this movie... Wow. I just have a special connection with it. It's poetry. No, it I rhymes. <laughs> oh, you don't? <laughs> well, hopefully you have a special connection with one of the future installments covering Batman and Robin, Batman Mask of the Phantasm, Batman Begins, The Dark Knight, The Dark Knight Rises... It sure does. And the Lego Batman movie. And then our live episode on the Batman. Our definitely not live episode on the Batman coming I'm out a, this year. I'm bringing Coming out a, in a week, what, It is in a week. And we're going to see it. And we're very excited. We're very pumped. Um, yeah. Wow, you yeah. sound defeated. <laughs> oh, no, not at all. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, we'll go see it, I guess. We'll go see it. I don't want to, but I'm being forced to see it for the show. I'm your writing co- it off as a business expense. <laughs> I'm your co-host, Wes. And I am your co-host, and I go by the name of Daniel. Not Wes, and not Daniel. Thank you all for coming back. It's Like we said, it's been a minute, but we are very excited to continue this mini-series and just dive right into this very new, very different iteration of Batman than the previous two Tim Burton movies with Michael Keaton. This one, we got Val Kilmer. That we do. <laughs> the Iceman himself. Uh, no, the Iceman uh, is Mr. Freeze, and no, that's the no. next movie. Top Gun, Daniel. <laughs> ah, Top Gun, you say. The movie I've seen all of, all the way through. Right, yeah. That's, that's a throwback bit. <laughs> <laughs> the volleyball film, yes, mm-hmm. I've seen it. I've seen it. Got Tommy Lee Jones. It's Harvey Dent Two-Face. The lesser known, uh, I think he started out as a comedian. Someone named Jimothy Carey. Oh, yes. Edward Nigma, the Riddler. Which they changed in the Batman movie. They're calling him Edward Nashton. Gotta say, I'm not a fan of that. Not a you fan. Said Edward of that. Nashville? Nashton. Yeah. I don't like that. Do you like Edward Nigma, though? It's like easy. It's classic. Nygma. It's corny, but it's. it's but that's just... like his given name or the yeah. name something? I yeah. Yeah. I like it. Nicole Kidman mm. is Dr. Chase Meridian, if we're talking about dumb names. <laughs> yeah, I saw this IMDb trivia thing that was like, she's called Chase because she's chasing after Batman or Get something. Get out of here. Someone, <laughs> someone Delete that website, please. Like, the CIA, like their web division, and just shut down <laughs> IMDb trivia. Just the trivia <laughs> portion. And I think you're forgetting uh, Chris O'Donnell. Chris, the Robin. O- Chris O'Donnell playing Dick Grayson and Michael Go back again as Alfred Pennyworth and Pat Hingle as Commissioner Gordon. I've completely forgot that Pat Hingle was in this movie. We will talk. I've seen we it will twice get in preparation, and I've completely forgot he's in it. Pat Hingle and Michael Go will have their long-awaited big old segment in our next episode as the final episode of covering a movie that they're in. They are the long-standing. Alfred and Commissioner Gordon in the last and all four of these 90s and 80s Batman movies. Mm-hmm. Daniel, when was the first time 
you saw Batman Forever. I don't remember exactly, mm-hmm. Wesley. Thank you for asking me this question. I really appreciate you taking the time in the show to ask me this. Yeah, we just carved it out special for you. <laughs> um, I I definitely remember it being on cable and catching bits and pieces of it every once in a while with my mm-hmm. dad watching it. And yeah. my dad never looked too happy watching it, so I was always confused of why he had it on because he never looked like he was having a good time watching this. I remember, like... My dad does not like Jim Carrey. He did not like Jim Carrey. Really? And so anytime huh. he'd be like, you know, jumping around, you know. Just too much. Jim Carrey. My dad would uh, just shake his head. <laughs> so your dad was Tommy Lee Jones <laughs> is what you're saying. <laughs> Can't sanction his buffoonery. <laughs> um, so it was just one of those like, uh, my dad doesn't seem to care about it. And I don't know. Why should I? Hmm. So, uh, and then when I saw it in its fullest, probably a few years ago was the first time I actually sat wow. down and watched it all. Okay. Yeah. We have two very different experiences. You watched this a lot. Oh, all the ding dang time. Really? Man. This was like my personal favorite growing up, even after. Even now? Even now, all these years later, <laughs> just so fond of it. It's, we, okay, so as a kid watching it, because we've kind of talked about how we didn't get to watch Returns a whole lot, mm. which is fine. And Batman 89 was another one that was just kind of like, okay, like, cool. Like, it's nice. Uh-huh. But this one, it was like, oh, it's got Jim Carrey, the mask. Yes. Ace Ventura. Like, this guy's funny. Like, he's a funny guy. It just jumping around the screen. More villains. You got Two-Face. You got Robin, who is my favorite. I think that's why talking about it was like. He's your favorite currently? Like, Robin being, like, again, the second sibling in oh, okay. the Mikey Wesley yes. duo, Mikey, friend of the show, brother of the show, player one to my player two. I was always drawn to the sidekick, the Robin. And so, Robin growing up was like, hey, yeah. I like this guy a lot. And so, if this, you were in Sky guy, High, he would be classified as a sidekick. Bruce Campbell would yes. scream into my face. He would look you in the face. Sidekick. sidekick. <laughs> Yes. Is that what would happen? That's exactly what did happen. I was the sidekick. Michael was a hero. Mm. I was a zero. <laughs> hey, by the way, uh, Zack Attack in the movie Who Glows? It's yeah. Greg yeah, from, from Succession. Succession. Yeah, save it for what you've been watching, okay? Oh, no. sorry. <laughs> well, that was a while ago. <laughs> Probably. It's been so long. <laughs> yeah, no, I loved Robin, and that's why I was you know, drawn to the 66 movie, and now... This one, Batman and Forever. Which, Batman Forever, like, we'll talk about the title. Don't you all worry listening to this episode. It just, it's just, it's its own little special Pokemon of a, of a title, okay? But, yeah, growing up, this was the most watched Batman before a different one that we'll talk about in a future time. This was, this held the, the title of champion <laughs> number one contender for a long 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 time mm. okay so going back to rewatch it for this miniseries was like just an old friend that you had grown apart from and in your head you think the visit is going to go way better mm. than it actually does and they get there and they start to overstay their welcome a little bit they start making some weird jokes <laughs> and they're drug addicts, and they're just kind of gross, and you're just like, eh, can I get this guy out of my stink. house? <laughs> they're like, I liked this? Yeah. 
And you think, oh, maybe they've changed. Maybe they've changed. No, I've changed. <laughs> it was me, Daniel. Why wasn't this movie called Batman and Robin? And why wasn't the next movie called Batman Forever with the four? four. Why? It's right I, there. It's, it writes itself. I think maybe they were, I don't know. I looked at the marketing a little bit. There there won't be a trailer park for this one. The trailer is fine. Uh, sorry. <laughs> that was a great segment. Just drove right past the trailer park. This one, I feel like maybe they were trying to keep like the marketing steered away from Robin. I remember Why? Batman and Robin. It was there was much more emphasis on Batman and Robin. Mm-hmm. They become partners in this movie, but that one has Batwoman in it. Batgirl. Hey, spoiling it for sorry. The... Whoa, uh, next one we'll we'll get some female representation in the superhero, yeah. you know, r- role. That episode will come out in probably two months. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> we're just rolling through with the scheduling. <laughs> Daniel, it's time. It's time for you to put your skills to the test mm. in the Rotten Tomatoes gauntlet. This is why I've trained for. Yes, you've been. You've been building those tomato meter muscles, and you're going to guess the exact <laughs> percentage. And I believe in you, Daniel. Much like you believe in Harvey That's Dent. That's a different bit, different segment oh, later. Sorry, sorry. We'll talk about it I later. Can't, <laughs> I can't reference Harvey Dent in this segment. For people who haven't been keeping up with the show, which hopefully they have because it's been so long, we're just throwing every little bit and reference at them. We need to cool our jets here, okay? <laughs> Keep up with the show, a la the Kardashians. Stop, stop. Sorry. Stop. Batman Forever. Mm-hmm. Critical, critical. <laughs> this is a critical, critic consensus, okay? Loud, excessively busy, and often boring, Batman Forever nonetheless has the charisma of Jim Carrey and Tommy Lee Jones to offer mild relief. Boring, you say? Often boring is what it says. Do you think this movie is often boring? It's a lot of things. It's a lot of things, and I don't know if I would consider uh, TLJ as mild relief. Or even... No, he's not relief at all. He's just fueling the fire. (laughs) (laughs) Much like his face. (laughs) I... I... There's a lot of thoughts I have on both of them. So I'm glad that the consensus brought them up. But... The one thing the consensus did not bring up is what the score is, Daniel. Oh, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. A yeah. rotten score from the critics. Now remind me, I'm supposed to guess You're the score? You're supposed to guess and the score. you tell score. me if I'm incorrect. Anything below a 60% mm. is rotten. So okay. Daniel's okay, going to okay, go okay. ahead. He gets one guess at the critics and one guess at the audience score. If it's above 60, it's frizzy fresh is what you're telling me. Daniel, come on. People know what's going on. No, no they don't. We need to walk them through this it step by step. This is the first episode starts, of the show they've ever listened to. They've it already turned it starts at one, it, it goes to 100, right? Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> you want me to get through the segment so I, bad. I don't, e- I don't even care at this point. I'm almost close to just telling you what the score no, is. No, 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 no. Let, can I think about it? Okay. This is something I want to just be very clear. This is something you've never <laughs> once done. At most, you go, oh, I don't know. Oh, it's a 65. <laughs> Can I get a glass of water while I think about no, it? No, Okay. Say a number. Uh, any number or between one and <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. Gun to my head. And if I had to pick a number, if I had to guess the number, I would probably, I don't know. I would probably have to say a 62. You cannot be serious, right? Oh, I think it might. I thought it could be possibly. Okay. Fresh. You're wrong. Okay. I said it was rotten. You did. 
I was so caught up with my own. It's a 39%. Okay. And you're wrong. I thought maybe that there was just a, a possibility that a couple critics were like, eh, it's nostalgic, it and they would give it a pass. It was a possibility okay. until I said it was rotten. It was <laughs> below a 60%. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. Is audience audience score is lower than a 39. It's lower than a 39. Mm-hmm. So it's also fresh, is what you're telling me. No, it's lower than 39, then that's probably the 26 range. 32. Okay, so it's pretty much People everyone agrees that this is doggy doo-doo. <laughs> oh, sure, I think everyone from top to bottom. This was a, the most successful movie at the box office ever, in domestically, when it came out. Yeah. Which is funny, listening to them talk about it, I watched an interview with Schumacher, the director, mm-hmm. And they were like, okay, we don't have Keaton coming back. We don't have Burton coming back. Batman Returns was seen as kind of a semi-flop. And so they were like, all right, well, we still have the rights to this character. We should do another one. Michael Keaton dropped out. Burton co-produced this movie. And Joel Schumacher kind of had a conversation with him. And Burton gave him his blessing. He's like, go for it. I don't care about this character or this world at all anymore. And... He didn't even want to make the second one. Didn't, so he yeah. could not even possibly care Didn't even about entertain this. the idea of a third. So they, everyone involved in making this movie, saw it as a colossal risk, which in 2022 now, looking back, any kind of superhero comic booky movie seen as a risk is almost laughable. Even the bad ones yep. are at least close to a success half yep. the time. And this is already an established character franchise. And so they're like, we just, uh, we were just kind of crossed our fingers and hoped for the best. And then just blew all the expectations yeah. and the naysayers out of the water. And they were like, well, I, I guess we got to make another one. And we'll talk about that one next week. But the time being, this was like the Batman show. Yep. People did not care for it. But I think a lot of that is kind of... Uh, Nowadays, the rose-tinted glasses have been taken off. And not that people were over, over head over heels for this movie to begin with, mm-hmm. but they were like, yeah, Batman is back, baby. And they were smart to sort of reboot it. I don't understand why they picked some of the same cast, like Pat Ingle and Michael Go, mm-hmm. because they should have started from scratch, which they almost did. Mm-hmm. Don't they reference... Catwoman and the... Yeah, they reference Catwoman once. Yeah. And chases. Yeah. I'm just like, no, don't. Don't. don't just if you're going to take this huge, wild swing, start fresh. They started introducing... And I know the other two movies did a very little bit. Really just Returns. Not really the original Batman. But the CGI in this movie for the Gotham landscape, mm-hmm. even though the CGI is terrible, doesn't look good at all, it does model the other two Batman, the Burton Batman movies. Yeah, quite I think a this bit. movie looks good cinematography wise. Yeah, it's fine. It's not like yeah. gross to look at. It's no. just, you know, it's dated in a it's very dated. tame way, I guess, as far as how it looks. Yeah. It's um, almost got like a Technicolor look, like from the 60s. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I like it. I, I enjoy that part of this. The characters are very colorful, <laughs> they yes, leap they off are. the screen. <laughs> This could have been a 3D movie, let's be honest, right? Yeah, it probably should have been. Yeah. Probably should have been? Yeah, probably should have been. <laughs> I'm calling my local theater right now to demand a 3D <laughs> re-release of Batman Forever. 
They could have done that three as in 3D. Oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> These are excellent suggestions. Let's, uh, you know, we've been talking Batman. So glad we can finally say Batman. So let's talk about the man himself, Bruce Wayne. We're going back to Wayne's world. Listen here. Right off the gate. Thank the good Lord above. This was his only movie. <laughs> oh, you don't like little Val no. Kilmer? No, I do. Why not. not? Tell me why you don't like Val as Batman. <sighs> so I will. I don't like how they try to shove in this dark tale about him, like overcoming trauma, in this right. just silly movie. It has no business being there. So I hate that plot line. Tonally, it's a little uh, oh, jarring. Jarring. That's a word. Yeah. yeah. Having Chase be his psychiatrist, it's just, no, no, no. But I, I, I feel like he almost, uh, Michael Keaton was really good at, like, he was interesting because he seemed a little off, mm-hmm. like, mentally. He seemed yeah. like he wasn't all there. Yeah. This guy just seems like a prick. He seems like a rich douchebag, doesn't he? Yeah, but it's not even like the Christian Bale where he's pretending to be. Mm-hmm. A playboy. He just literally just seems like a jerk and not likable, and he's condescending to Robin. It's a little stoic. Yeah, yeah. I I, I hate Val Kilmer in this movie. I'm sorry. You, okay, so Val Kilmer in general, I think, is a phenomenal actor. Mm. If you haven't seen Top Gun or Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, I haven't seen Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. He's great in both of those. I think he's right. a vital component of both of those movies. That being said. I think daniel we might be in agreement that this is i think the worst batman you think worse than george clooney it's tough because obviously we'll we'll get to george okay but again tonally even though that batman robin is not even trying to be a movie. Mm-hmm. This movie, like you said, is trying to be way too many things. Like the critics say, it's excessively busy. And I have to agree with that. And a lot of that falls onto Val Kilmer's shoulders. And so I think it's a combination of, I don't think he's a bad actor whatsoever. I just think the direction was split. And anytime they tried to focus on Batman, they were like, hey, you know what would be great? If we saw the effects his parents' death had on him. Because, you know, that's never happened before, right? Yeah, we get it. No. We understand. This is starting the trope here, where it's like, we're going back to this again. After just two movies ago, we learned about it and saw it in one way. Now we're seeing it in a very... It's the pearls are breaking. The gun is being shot. We don't (sighs) see Jack Napier because he's not in this movie. It just talks about the death of his parents. And they had more written for that and if they would have leaned into that and made this you know as dark as the previous two batman movies probably would have been okay but the whole point of this reboot was hey batman returns is too dark let's make it light let's make it light and funny but schumacher was like i really like i really like the bruce wayne batman dynamic where it's so dark and gritty and he's pulled between these two people these two worlds with all this trauma it's like yes that that's batman but that's not this movie's Gotham City or villains or anything else. He kind of sticks out like a sore thumb. So I kind of put it on, yes, Val Kilmer for his performance, but also the writing and directing, trying to make Batman 
You know, yeah. <laughs> like Nolan is trying to do Batman, or Burton was trying to do Batman, but everything else is all the Schumacher show, you know? Yeah. I A couple things, too, that bother me about it is when he's at the circus and he stands up and screams, I'm Batman, immediately. No one hears him say it. No one hears him. Two-Face comes into the circus <laughs> to, you know, threaten everyone and says, if Batman doesn't turn himself in 30 minutes or 30 seconds or whatever it is, I'm going to blow the circus up because I, I'm a criminal. And, like, there's going on in the background, uh-huh. and uh, he's wearing a top hat. It's a whole thing. I think he has a made-up, like, uh, what would you call it? Not conductor. The ringleader. Yes, of the circuit. Of he has the Two-Face ringleader outfit, right? Like, I think, he, right? Yeah. It's, like, it's a whole no, custom yeah. outfit. He really planned, he planned this, this, <laughs> this threat. And Val Kilmer just stands up in a room full of people in the stands and just says, I am Batman. Harvey, it's me. Well, I feel like Batman, anytime the situation happens, mm-hmm. which happens a lot, it's always if Batman doesn't reveal himself, he's always smart enough to find a way around it. But Val Kilmer just it's... immediately goes, It's me! I'm Batman! And I was like, Ugh. And also, I don't, it doesn't make any sense how the whole purpose <laughs> of the story is he has these suppressed memories of losing his parents. Mm-hmm. And one of the suppressed memories is how he fell into the cave and, you know, a bat a flies into a bat. And that's a suppressed memory he doesn't remember, but he dresses up as a bat every night. <laughs> I don't I know. Don't, it's just it's kind of funny, though. It's like, I do this every day. Like, <laughs> this is I my passion. Why? <laughs> oh, that's right. Because I was scared of a bat one time <laughs> in a cave. Uh, and it just cheapens why he's Batman if mm. the part of his memory is suppressed and he doesn't. I don't know. It's just. They were trying too hard yeah whereas it's funny because the next movie it doesn't seem like they tried at all no <laughs> so, no not at all it's this unique little gem of a of a batman movie i don't think it's completely irredeemable there's definitely some stuff i still got a kick out of mm-hmm. ironically and some stuff i enjoyed throughout this movie i think the batmobile still looks pretty kick-ass i think it looks yeah. pretty cool and um, we'll get to some other stuff too but Val Kilmer as Batman is not one of the things I enjoyed. What do you think I, about his Batmaning in this, though? I, dude, he has... Okay, other than the suit, the suit stands out more than him yeah. being this... Like, the voice is fine. This, the choreography is, like all these earlier Batman movies, is not great either. It's just... It's it's very meh. And if it would have... <laughs> matched the energy or the vibe of the rest of the movie or even the villains, Val Kilmer can do comedy really well. But I know they really were trying to stay away from the 60s, tongue-in-cheek, jokey-jokey, quippy Batman. They reference it in this movie. But uh-huh. there's, they're, again, they're trying to make... Batman's just like, I, I don't know, he's this stone-cold guy, this millionaire who is just so caught up in this these feelings and these thoughts that he rarely ever expresses mm-hmm. on his face as either Batman or Bruce Wayne. And then basically have these, these Halloween-esque cartoon villains running amok with a very sci-fi-esque plot device that kind we'll of drives it. Yeah, it's just, it's very weird. And I don't yeah. know how they didn't catch it. Even back in the 90s, it's weird. You know how Batman Returns didn't have enough Batman? I feel like yeah. this has too much Batman <laughs> in it. Sure. You're almost kind of extent. tired of his character mm-hmm. by the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. And Batman's supposed to be this mysterious character, and he's just 
he's so present in it that you're just like, I, I don't know. They yeah. just, I, I don't think Joel Schumacher really got Batman the character very well before he started, but this right. is going to make a loud sound. I'm sorry. Oh. I've been holding the bottle in this whole time because I knew it was going to make a loud sound. And my thumb was starting to hurt, so. Why do you do these things, Daniel? <laughs> when I don't we know. record, when we talk in person, uh-huh. Daniel, you act like a normal human being. As soon as I hit record, you will start. I'm like, like the Jim Carrey Riddler. Like, yeah, you start fidgeting with your chair. Like I'm always in. a fidgety You're... guy, though. But not really. No, I'm always fidgeting. That's that's a fact. That's a scientific fact. I look right now. I'm looking for things to fidget with. I know, with. but like, but is this but, bad to do? <laughs> Stop, please. <laughs> you click record, and I'm sitting upside down in my chair, <laughs> kicking it's my like feet. Daniel somehow glued his chair to the ceiling. <laughs> I get nervous when I podcast. Why? We've done this. This is what our almost our 80th episode. I don't know. I don't know. Can we please? We need to get into your head, Daniel. <laughs> Just like the box. Oh, what do you think? Your brain on the box. The Warshack text. Warshack test, which is clearly a picture of a bat. Mm-hmm. He says, "Oh, that's a bat." No, it's a Warshack test. Like, no, no, that's just a bat. <laughs> I try a little harder with that, please. <laughs> it's like, oh, so mysterious. Ah, he's just seeing bats everywhere. No, Chase Meridian just has a bunch of pictures of bats everywhere. <sighs> okay, so normally we would talk about the chat-tagonist, the antagonist, the villains of the movie. But before we do that, we have to talk about bats! Oh, we're doing this now! We're doing it now. I told you I would pull it out earlier and earlier. One of these days, I'm going to start an episode with it. kicking my feet up. Today is not that day. Bat stats. This is a game version of it this time. Just like last time. So I'm going to present Daniel with three bat stats. He's got to tell me which one is real. I'm so nervous. Let me find something to fidget with. Okay, stop. (laughs) All right, here we go. Uh-huh. More than 100 Batman suits were made for the production of this movie. Mm-hmm. Batman Forever is 121 minutes long, making it the shortest of the 90s Batman movies. Mm-hmm. Christian Bale auditioned for the role of Robin. Okay, that is true. I know that, that one, one is true, yeah. Bats, bat stats. <laughs> so what, you're locking it in on Yes, I'm one? locking that in. On which one? Uh, Christian Bale is Robin. Well, Daniel, got to be honest here. I was a little trickster Riddler for you, because they're all true! All of them are true! So what do I... Okay, cool. I don't know what you win, though. I'm glad you... Anything I would have said... Anything you would have said would have been right. I was trying to pump your spirits up. Thank you. (laughs) It required no skill from you whatsoever. (laughs) Oh, by the way, really quick, everybody... I know we talked about how we're not doing the bit anymore. I'm not saying Batman. We're, no, it's dead. We can't. No, we can't no. I, I know. Yeah, we're saying goodbye to it, but we are We've bringing back. <laughs> we're just... bringing back Bagel Face, though. Probably. No. We're, no. What? Stop. Probably at the end of this episode. <laughs> no, maybe next one. We're not. You'll see Bagel Face show up before the series is over. Or my name is Judge. <laughs> <laughs> no one's gonna get that. No one's gonna get it. Can but it's funny. That, end that. End that sentence again. My name's Judge. <laughs> Somebody will get it. Arrested Development fans will get it. Please say something. <laughs> no, I'm I'm sticking to it. I will edit it out. No, don't edit it out. I edit it's a in, good joke. I edit in the clip of you. Edited. My yeah. name is Judge. <laughs> 
Somebody will get the joke, and if you get the joke, message the Bagel Boys, and I will give you a shout out, and you will win a free movie. No, <laughs> help me, help me. <laughs> I've been way over my head. This is probably the worst episode of the show, right? Ever? No, it's great. It's good, good, good. Okay. Good. Don't edit any of this out. Promise me you won't. I can't. Pinky promise. Chat Bring it in. Hey. We've got Jim Carrey. Daniel's wiggling his finger at me violently. Is pink my Jim pinky? Carrey and Tommy Lee Jones mm-hmm. as the Riddler and the Two Face. Can we start with TLJ? And I'm not talking the Last Jedi. I'm talking mm-hmm. Tommy, Tommy Lee, Lee Jones. Jones. Can we talk about him for we a second? We can talk about him. We he leads the movie off. The movie starts. I will. I will. I want to say this. This is one of the things I actually like, and I wish more superhero movies legitimately followed. Okay, the execution mm-hmm. might be a little wobbly, but. This movie immediately starts off with Batman trying to thwart Two-Face's plans. There's no preamble. There's no 20 minutes of setup. We are right into it. And yeah, much you to like my that. dismay, that's how Batman Returns did it, where it's like, we gotta, we got to build up the Penguin, and yeah. that's fine and good, but then Batman doesn't show up for like near half an hour, <laughs> and then he still doesn't do anything. This yeah. movie, Batman is doing stuff with he his Batman stuff. mobile, his Batman mobile, his Batman <laughs> gadgets, and the Batman villains are all here. And it's happening on the screen. What's happening? Not great. <laughs> no. You've mentioned the Batmobile twice now. Mm-hmm. I have a note that I wrote that said, Batmobile reminds me of toothpaste. Dube. Yeah. I sure. don't know. I just... Yeah. I can me. see it. Anyway, you want <laughs> you want movies to start out with the villain more. You like that. I w- no. I want the a superhero movie. If uh-huh. I'm going to see, and this is true with any of them. Okay. If I'm going to see a superhero movie, mm. please give me something happening with the superhero within the first five minutes. Okay. Or the villain. Like, it doesn't necessarily have to be over-the-top action, but grab me, okay? Don't start your movie off with, 20 years ago, I was, you know, just a, a measly farmer, and now I'm Farmer Man. Like, okay, no. Farmer Man? Yeah. I'm interested in Farmer Man We'll now. get to him, okay? Is that next series? <laughs> yes, it's the next miniseries. It's <laughs> it's ridiculous. We we don't need a whole lot of setup. We know what we signed up for. This is the third Batman movie. Yes. Just give us the Batman, and they Give do. it to me. But they also give us Tommy Lee Jones right out the gate. Like, that's who we're talking about. So let's get back on track listen. here. Let's talk about Tommy Lee. Listen, Wes. Are you listening to me? No. Oh, wait. Okay. I'm listening now. Okay. This is the worst villain performance of the whole miniseries. Okay. I've got to think about this for a second. Who else would it be? It's horrible. It is detestable. It is despicable. I haven't rewatched it for the miniseries yet, but the only other one I could think of remembering distinctly that I really didn't care for was the semi-twist villain of uh, Talia Al Ghul, played by Marion Cotillard. That's pretty. I remember that being. No, she's better. Right. I. You're probably right. She's better. I was just trying to think of one. Listen, Tommy Lee Jones took this role because his kids wanted him to. He wanted to give. His kids something to watch. What a nice father. And it shows that he is not, he's doing it for his kids. Because this looks like you're a little kid and you want to play, I, I don't know, you want to have a Batman themed party and your dad's kind of forced to put on a Two-Face costume for your birthday party. And he's not, like immediately, like 
and he doesn't want to do it. Second one into the first take of this movie, you could tell yes. he's like, "I regret this decision." He regrets I hate it. My children. <laughs> His kids have no friend at the birthday party, and he's sitting there drinking a Miller Lite. <laughs> and he's hating his life. He, there's just no joy in this character, and he does not get it. He doesn't get it. He he's miserable. Was I feel bad yes. for the man? I don't. I because for context, for people who have rewatched along and agree and be like, yeah, what's going on with Tommy Lee? I don't like him that much. Strap yourselves in because believe it or not, someone in Hollywood got a little jealous. Uh oh. It's very widely reported and known that Tommy Lee Jones wanted nothing to do with Jim Carrey and couldn't stand the thought of someone else kind of stealing the spotlight from him and feeling like their antics were just all over the place. Meanwhile, Joel Schumacher was edging Jim Carrey on like, yeah, like go ahead and do it. Like encouraging all of the ideas Jim had. Tommy Lee hated all of that. And you can kind of feel it. It's very, very noticeable when you watch it with that like piece of knowledge in mind, because they share the most screen time of like any two people other than maybe Chase Meridian and Bruce Wayne, like the Riddler and Two-Face are in this movie together a lot, which is cool for a movie, but not cool for Tommy Lee Jones, apparently. Yeah. And he almost, it's like he can't decide what kind of voice he wants to use because he'll deliver some lines a certain way. Oh, two faces. Remember there are two faces. Two faces, two voices. We and us and, He's kind of like a Schmeagol Gollum sort of thing without without the good acting from <laughs> Andy Serkis. It's bad. Man, why don't... Ding it, dude. What? Okay, so Andy Serkis is going to play Alfred in The Batman. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't believe Harvey Dent Two-Face is in The Batman, but I know they're trying to make it a... Trillion. franchise or see i'm sure if it's successful which i'm sure it will be there'll be 18 hbo be, shows yeah, yeah a ton of them everyone gets a spinoff nowadays but andy circus would be a perfect two-face right i'm excited anyway. to see him as alfred don't get me wrong yeah. but man doesn't do you that, think it's too yeah. late for them to change oh now a week before the movie comes do you think out? they could just reshoot real quick michael go comes back as alfred <laughs> <laughs> they go into the multiverse all of the alfreds are there oh welcome to the alfred verse jeremy irons <laughs> Gosh. yeah i i don't know i think about dumb and dumber and how jeff daniels was a dramatic actor and he shares the screen with jim carrey and he just found a way to make his own character. Because he knew he couldn't compete with Jim Carrey. He knew mm-hmm. that he didn't have that ability. Mm-hmm. But he the was gusto. able to make his own character where he's equally as funny. Mm-hmm. And Tommy Lee Jones just does not know how to play off Jim Carrey at all. And it shows and you can tell he resents him. Yeah. And it's cringy. And I hate it. There's certain Favorite. guys that... I just, This is very generalizing. Mm. That... And it's easy to say this in hindsight, but they have no business being in the comic book genre. There's certain ones that they've found more recently that I'm like, oh, that's surprising that they're doing well in this role. Tommy Lee Jones is just not one of them. One of the ones on the flip side that surprised me was Josh Brolin as Thanos. I did not think that he was going to be as good or as committed as he was. 
And there's talks of how, like, he was slightly uncomfortable when he first took the role. He uh, had a lot of talks with Mark Ruffalo, who played the Hulk. And he kind of worked. He found a way to make it work. Uh Tommy Lee Jones didn't want to make it work more so out of just the sheer jealousy. And like you said, there was no desire to figure out the character or make it his own. It was just, all right, I'm going to do this as a favor for my child. Yep. He was good in the first Captain America movie, though. He was. He was, but he's not really... He's a crotchety old man. He's a crotchety old (laughs) war vet or whatever, right? Yeah. Yeah. We love Tommy Lee Jones here at the Big Boy Show. We do. Yeah, he's a great actor as well. Favorite movie. Mm -hmm. Love the man. Um, Well, I mean, before we jump off of him here, he does play Harvey Dent. And on this show and in this miniseries, we must ask the most responsible question to let you all know Harvey Dent can we trust him can I say a hot take no I don't think we can <laughs> what are we now what what's the percentage of can or can't trust Harvey Dent uh I think we gave Billy D a big old thumbs up in Batman mm-hmm. I think we still trusted him in Batman Returns Batman Returns, I think we just said no because he wasn't in the movie. No, we still trusted him, deep down. We t- trust Billy D. We do not trust Tommy Lee. <laughs> we do not trust Tommy Lee. Don't trust him. You no, can't no, trust no. him in this movie, maybe in others, but as Harvey Dent, Two-Face, no. We no, cannot sir. trust him. No, so sir. Sorry. You know who we can trust to give us a good uh, time, just a shot of adrenaline? Oh, no. Jim... Carrie as the Riddler, my absolute favorite as a little eight-year-old watching this movie. Oh, yeah. He's bringing everything he brought to The Mask, to Dumb and Dumber, to Liar Liar, to anything he did back in his very, very famous run that made him a movie star overnight and a household name. Mm -hmm. Probably a large reason as to why this movie made what it did at the box office. Yeah, everybody wanted to see the Jim Carrey show. He was hot back then. He was mm-hmm. he was the man. Um, try and look up his filmography really quick. Mm-hmm. See where this lies. Uh, excuse me, everybody. Uh, everybody, go get a drink or a snack at this time while I do this. Oh, I'll be cut. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you have to take away my joy. Because before this, mm-hmm. in the same year, I'll I'll quiz you. What three movies of his came out in the same year before nineteen ninety four? Nine before nineteen ninety four. No, before this. Oh, in nineteen ninety four. Ninety four, well, Dumb and Dumber, right? Yep. The Mask. Yep. Ace Ventura, Pet yep. Detective. Well, that wasn't that fun of a game. Oh, sorry. That's fine. I, I did my research, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I fostered that. I was gonna call you something awful but it's like there <laughs> i am a big jim carrey fan but i feel like his comedy out of that just golden age jim carrey mm-hmm. it works for me the least in this movie really yeah it it's this weird thing where there's this war of is this going to be a fun light-hearted comic book movie that's a cartoon which is what he's going for which i think works or is it a deep introspective therapeutic Batman character-driven movie. And those things are at war with each other. That's why, yeah. Exactly. I think that's why it kind of bugs me. 
Because mm-hmm. it's like, okay, we got to pick a lane here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Much like Two Face, I'm divided. Whereas the Batman stuff bothers me. The Jim Carrey, Jim Carrey, and even some of the Tommy Lee Jones stuff with the villains being funny and goofy works for me still, even as an adult. Because at least somebody's having a good time and making, you know, light of this character, which is what they were trying to do for a majority of the movie. Mm-hmm. Some of it goes a little too far. Some. When, like, when Jim Carrey finds the Batcave and he says, Joygasm! And spank me. Spank me. <laughs> and he's hip thrusting no, no, around. We got phone quotables. We'll, yeah, we'll yeah, talk phone we'll... quotables, but yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm. I, I think I'd give him a. Th- I, I don't know if I'd give him a thumbs up or thumbs down. I think. This sounds weird. I like him. I feel like this movie would have been weirdly better if the Riddler was already established and we didn't have the origin. Like with Two-Face, he's already there. He's running amok right out the gate and they allude to Uh and they touch on his origin very, very briefly. Like for two minutes at most. Yeah. I feel like if we had just cut out the origin stuff for the Riddler and Riddler was just there and he was able to be his crazy self and then flipped it and have the Two-Face origin in here if they had to have an origin for whatever reason. I think that would have been better because Jim Carrey's like transformation he already seems like he's already like should have (laughs) there should have been some red flags like he worked for the the Wayne like science division or something like that, right? He works mm-hmm. for Bruce Wayne, and he comes up with this, like I said, very sci fi esque brainwave reader. You can basically read and steal your thoughts. I don't like it. Very not mind control, but mind reading and like absorbing the brain power from whoever watches. The box is what he calls it. He sticks it on TVs. He sticks it on foreheads, and it transmits all of these people thought, all of these people's thoughts, passions, desires, feelings. He and feels secrets. like a, he feels like a fried egg. Yeah, he feels like a fried egg. He downloads it all, and basically he's like, I, I'm a god now because I know everything. That's like what he's the goal, and he kind of lumps Two Face in. And he's like, Hey, I can become all powerful with this. Uh, why don't we kill Batman on the way? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. It's like, I, do you I, want power too? For a character called the Riddler, his riddles are pretty much non-existent in this movie because they mm-hmm. have them, but Val Kilmer answers them within seconds of reading them. Yeah, there's no detective work going on. No, and that's kind of what you want from a Riddler if he's the main villain. You want a more of a detective story, and it's like, which is where we're going to hopefully we're, get we're the getting. Batman. Oh, we're getting so, it. We're when I'm that. watching it, I'm almost like, oh, okay, I'm watching the Joker. Instead of the kind of yeah, and so it's like I just I don't. Mm. Is it like he's faithful in the sense of like the very like bare bones comic book where he throws an annoying riddle at you and Batman's like okay what does it mean it does yeah. it tie into anything kind of not really and then it's like okay solve the riddle now he knows kind of where to go or what to get to try to stop or what the Riddler's up to it's basically mm-hmm. sending him love letters via riddles almost. <laughs> Which is fine if you're going for that comic booky feel, but like we've kind of repeated on this episode, that's the movie does not commit to its bit, Daniel. It doesn't. It's it's yeah. It's this. It's Jim Carrey in spandex. That's what you're getting. Is that what we want? 
Sometimes. Sometimes, sometimes it is. Want, yeah. So that's why I give it a little bit of a pass. I also don't need the scene where he's trying to figure out what his name should be. The puzzler. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah, we get it. Okay, okay. The that's... question mark guy. <laughs> yeah. Thumbs. Middle. Can I do thumbs middle? Sure. I mean, we can do whatever middle. we want. <laughs> we can. What are you doing? I don't know. I'm probably going to get some sort of dinner after this. <laughs> All right. Thumbs. I'll do. I'm lukewarm on both these villains, okay. but I'm much more positive, much more likely to laugh at Jim Carrey and enjoy Absolutely. his time on screen. I'm not a heartless monster. I'm gonna laugh while watching mm. this movie. To transition into the rest of the cast, let's talk about Chris O'Donnell as Dick Grayson, <laughs> aka Robin. Eventually, Robin. Yeah. Who has arguably one of the weirdest name intros because he has this picture of a robin on his bike helmet and alfred's like oh a robin (laughs) christopher robin Robin. oh that's not that's no that was more pennywise the clown christopher robin that sounds like voldemort (laughs) i can't do a good winnie the pooh voice Uh, anyway listen how old is he supposed to be in this movie Dick Grayson? Yeah. How old is he supposed to be? He's supposed to be a minor, right? Because like he goes to live. 18 or 19. Well, he's got to be a minor if he's going to go live with 20, Bruce. 21, 20, 22. 17, Wes. Oh! It's 17. 17 again? They could should have got Zac Efron to be Robin. <sighs> sure. Uh, huge thumbs down. You don't like him? No. Right? He's calling Alfred Al. Get out of here with that, you punk-ass kid. Sorry. I I like him. Do you? I do. I legitimately right. do. Right. And again, I think it has something to do much like it's the it's the Jim Carrey Two Face or Jim Carrey Tommy Lee Jones thing. Uh-huh. Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> it was a ride. <laughs> where you know you have the two pairs there, where you've got Batman and Robin, Two Face and Riddler, and I like Riddler more because I just can't stand Tommy Lee Jones as Two Face, and I really am not a fan of Val Kilmer as Batman, so I'm much more drawn to Chris O'Donnell, who's very clearly excited to be in this movie and to be Robin. I enjoy the circus scene and his origin because it's pretty dang quick. It is. It is quick. Yeah. And, you know, it makes sense. The whole, it's got to stay with Bruce. He's got all the bikes. He's drawn to that. He offers him a job as a mechanic, which Kind of is what they were trying to do in the earlier iterations in Batman Returns. Mm -hmm. So all that kind of just flows, I think, really well. I don't, I'm never tired of any of the Robin scenes. I'm not, even the one where he steals the Batmobile. And I I like that scene. I like it. Sue me. No, sue me right now. Take me to court. (laughs) If you disagree with this opinion, I, I enjoy pretty much everything he's doing. In the movie. I don't. Okay. <laughs> tell me why. Uh, a lot of Backstreet Boys. Just tell me why. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Ain't nothing but a heartache. I don't know. It, uh, it, er, mm, mm. Can't. Wrong. Point what? to me. This is a point scale now. This is a point. competition every episode. You had a few There's seconds. There's just something. Shot so... clock ran out. Okay. Nope. All right. No, All right. Point. no, just go ahead. I'm just kidding. <laughs> totally joking. There's just something so distinctly schmarmy and unlikable about him. 
and I cannot put my finger on it. And I've shwarmy? given like shawarma? No, not like shawarma. And it's honestly the element of the movie that I've thought about the most in preparation for this episode of why do I dislike Chris O'Donnell so much? And I can't, I can't put my finger on it. Oh. I just, it, it, it does sound like I'm getting this point the more I think about no, it. No, I mean, absolutely. You have oh. the better, you have a better, like, well-informed you just don't, opinion. Is it like his, do you like him in other things? When I watch it, I'm like, oh, yeah, his career never took off and I can certainly see why. You're right. I have. I don't remember him from any other movie, ever. It's so weird that he has to come stay with Bruce when he looks like a grown man. Mm-hmm. I I don't care That's for that. Some, I don't like his that. his origin story is quick. You're right, but I don't like how they still try to tie it into Batman's. I mean, Bruce Wayne's suppressed memories, and I did this. You just said you did this. <gasps> I I don't know. It's just like mm. it's jumbled, and it's. They don't have great chemistry. I'll no. give you that. No, they don't. They don't. But again, Chris O'Donnell seems like he's very excited to be in a Batman movie, whereas Val sure. seems like he's taking it very seriously, sure. and I think slightly intimidated by Michael Keaton, formerly in the role, whereas there really hasn't been a Robin since Burt Ward, so just take it and run with it, Chris. Sure. Chris O'Donnell, I'm giving him a thumbs up. Me too. After all that. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> okay. Uh, I got to be more positive in this movie. Can we talk about... Uh... Chase Meridian, played oh, by Nicole Kidman. <laughs> we'll forget. Perfect timing, Daniel. Perfect yeah, timing. Positive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do want to say I'm very thankful for Nicole Kidman as Chase Meridian in this movie because immediately mm-hmm. she is thirsting over Batman. And yeah. this keeps up our theory that Batman as a franchise, even outside of superhero movies, is just a film franchise, is the horniest franchise ever. Because aside from actually having sex, <laughs> this character is all over Batman. She lights the bat signal, so he'll come to the rooftop. It's a bat booty call. <laughs> she tries to seduce him. Yeah. And he goes to her apartment at midnight and she's naked? She's not naked. She's naked because she's, she's covering herself with a sheet. She, Like you just said, she's covering herself up. I, she's this laying. is a children's movie, Daniel. Oh, right. This is a Sorry. children's podcast. You can't be talking about that stuff. <laughs> Literally, that's all you can say about her character is she's horny. She's, she's okay, arguably given like the aroused. most... To, like, do, like, as far as a character goes. Like, Uh she's this psychiatrist. She's eventually going to be the love interest for Bruce Wayne. But at first, she's in love with Batman. So she's just hanging around Bruce Wayne, which I think is a good idea. But she's so laughably head over heels and it's just a hot tamale for the, that Batman and that bat suit. Mama Mia was a spicy meatball. It's such a spi- I was uncomfortable just by the way she was like looking at him, licking her lips, and like pressing up against his rubber chest. Too much. <laughs> so much. Too much. If parents were like concerned because, you know, penguin bit someone's nose, or maybe a woman gets pushed out a window, nobody panics. <laughs> but here in America. When you say 
<laughs> He'll keep One us up. little sexual joke will be in your children's comic book movie. Everybody loses their minds. That's pretty good. Thank you. I like that. But that's not what happened. The reverse of that happened. Yeah. For once, the American public and parents everywhere were like, Violence! We will not stand for this! Mm. But you can have someone just lick all over Batman with their eyes. and Lick them with their eyes, huh? Mm-hmm. That's what yeah. she's doing. I think it's funny that Bruce asked her to go to the circus with him as his date. She says, okay. They get there. And then he <laughs> says, like, do you want to go on another date with me? I love somebody else. It's like, well, then why did you say yes the first time? He's a gajillionaire. I guess so. I don't know. It, there's nothing to this character. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Nicole Kidman. She's a great actress. I know. She's, she's great. She's been so good in so many things. It's one of her first roles, too. Just wasted. I mean, at the end, it, one of my favorite things, and it's a GIF. It's one of the highly used Batman GIFs. Is it's that conversation where Daniel wrongly says Nicole Kidman is naked, talking to Batman and telling she's him she's sleeping naked. <laughs> telling Batman, "Hey, thanks for coming to my apartment, but I'm in love with somebody else." She's now telling Batman this. Yeah. And Batman turns oh. to leave, and he. It's the one time you can see a very clear emotion on Val Kilmer's face because he lets out this biggest genuine smile because he's like, hey, hey, I, I am Bruce Wayne. I never want to see Batman smiling. If no. he's in that suit, I do not want to see a smile. No. No, 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 no. This movie gives us a lot of bat gifts. Yeah, it does. It gives you the, the smile, and then when he's flying in the plane, the bat plane yeah. gives a good big old thumbs, big up, thumbs up to the commissioner, Commish Gordon. Yeah. Nicole Kidman, um, thumbs down, thumbs but down. I, God bless her for falling on that sword. Because aside from her, this movie would not be horny at all. Right? Yeah. This at is, least Poison Ivy isn't, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But, I mean, other than, like, the bat butts and the bat suits. Mm, bat butts. That's the fifth movie, isn't it? Which is funny because the way Schumacher described it, he starts to sound a little bit like Zack Snyder, where he's talking about, I really saw these characters as just gods among men, okay. like the Michelangelo-type sculptures, and that's what I wanted. And he's like, maybe I went a little too far in a few places, is basically what he says verbatim and how it came out. And then he doubles down on it in the next movie. Yeah, you're not too sorry, are yeah. you? I do like that, uh, just a little few other things we liked, because now we basically run through the cast. Do you want to talk about Alfred real quick before we no, do this? No, next episode. He'll get his time in the limelight. Oh, come on. No, he will, because he's been, he's leading up to it. It'll be his fourth movie. I had a couple things I want to say about Alfred. There's, uh, you're going to ruin the big bit where I just don't talk about either of them next week. <laughs> I was going to see if anyone noticed. I'm filled that up all after right. all this stuff. It's all a right. no, now the, up the, the bits out of the bag. Go ahead, uh, talk no. about Alfred. Let's Should we have a funeral it? for that bit too? <laughs> no, just go ahead. What did you want to say about Alfred? So he's particularly snarky in this movie. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah. I guess my point is, when you think about Alfred, do you think of him? What do you think of Alfred? What are his defining characteristics? What makes Alfred Alfred Butler? This is like flashcards for a baby. <laughs> when you Butler? say Alfred, I say Butler. Do you see him being a little sassy, a little stinker? Or do you see him be like... He's a little a, stinker in this movie, you think sure. In this movie, but do you like your Alfred being a little stinker? Mm -hmm. or do you like... You yeah, do. I do. Yeah. You do. He's got to be like... He's got to keep himself grounded somehow. You're dealing with the dude who dresses up as a bat for crying out loud all the time. And he's yeah. rich, too. Mm -hmm. 
I like how they touch on that eventually, like a little bit. Like this movie, I my favorite Alfred moment is how mad he is at Dick Grayson for breaking into the Batcave because he's like, all the rooms in the house are open except this one, Alfred. Why? And he's like, oh, that's whatever. He keeps his dead wives or something. Yeah, something like that. And, you know, he breaks in. Stinker. If looks could kill, Robin would be a dead man. Oh, when he gets in the cave? (laughs) He's like, I just got over all the fans who were mad at me about the whole Vicky Vale situation and now I've got this little punk-ass kid breaking into the Batcave. I don't know. I, don't I might as well just me. make him a suit now because he knows. Yeah. We'll call Absolutely. him Robin, like the bird. <laughs> Bruce will get a kick out of that one. Uh, yes, he would. Okay, I was just curious. I feel like there's been a lot of different iterations of Alfred, so I was wondering what you thought the defining, what you wanted in Alfred. I can firmly say, even with Michael Caine, I have not gotten an Alfred that like really... I take that back. I love Michael Caine. That's such a basic answer, but Michael Caine's great, uh, probably the best. But we'll we'll discuss it more when he shows yeah. up. It's just it, this one isn't bad though. I like Michael Go. He's very consistent through all of the movies that he's in. He's very snarky. He's a little stinker. He's a little stinker. Yeah, I'd probably give him a thumbs up. I'll give him a thumbs I'll up give too. A thumbs up. What about Pat Hingle? Who do you think the worst Alfred is? Can we see Jeremy Irons? We're not going to talk about that movie. Do you think Jeremy Irons is the worst? Well. By yeah. default, in a sad sort of way, I think, right? Because I like I enjoyed the one from the sixties, mm-hmm. and then you've got Michael Go, and then you got Michael Kane, and then you got Jeremy Irons. Oh. So yeah, and I, I can't imagine that Andy Circus will be worse than Jeremy Irons, right? This I is Snoke, not. Supreme Leader Snoke. Supreme we're talking Leader Snoke, Caesar, apes together strong, Daniel. Apes together. Look at apes, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> one other thing to touch on Alfred really quick is. I guess this will lead into Potent Quotables, is right out the gate to set the tone of the movie. Mm-hmm. And this is the thing. Like, if you don't like this movie, that's fine. But if you feel like you wasted your time, yeah, I want to say very clearly, there's some movies where it wastes your time and it's a disservice to the audience. Yeah, This movie, if you feel like at the end of it you wasted your time, I'm sorry, but that's on you. Because yeah. right out the gate, Alfred says to Batman, who's in the Batmobile about to drive off to thwart Two-Face, asks him, like, oh, do you want anything for dinner? And Batman says, I'll get drive through." Right? Mm -hmm. That's this movie. That's the first line, yeah. Yeah. That's, like, the opening Batman line of this movie. Not, I am vengeance. Not, I am whatever. Yeah. Swear to me. No, I'll get drive through. Probably Burger King. Maybe McDonald's. They've got the toys back again. I don't know. Yeah. So it's on you, listener, if you felt like, ah, oh, man, I can't believe you guys made me watch it. No, no, no. No, no, no. If you didn't like it, you knew you didn't like it within the first 10 seconds. Mm-hmm. What other potent quotables do you have, Daniel? I need a name. Bad Boy. Nightwing. I don't know. What do you think? What's a good sidekick name? How about Dick Grayson, college student? Screw you! <laughs> classic, classic banter between Batman and Robin. Like you said, very bad chemistry. <laughs> They don't really like each other for a lot no. until the very, very end. Yeah, they don't. Which I think is fair. No. Bruce didn't ask for a sidekick. Alfred just kind of no. let him be one. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> My favorite scene, I'll just come out and say it. It's the Jim Carrey being Jim Carrey scene when he discovers the Batcave. They no. ransack Wayne Manor. And Riddler finds the Batcave and he's throwing these little bug bombs everywhere mm-hmm. and blowing the whole thing to smithereens. 
And as he's winding up the last one, he says, somebody tell the fat lady she's on in five. Like every, everything he does in that portion of the movie is just, it's just the mask. It's Ace, it's Ace Ventura. It's, it's everything just Jim Carrey smushed into one very tight crotch <laughs> revealing <laughs> green spandex suit. <laughs> Surf's up, big kahuna! Ooh, nice form, but a little rough on the landing. He may have to settle for the bronze. <laughs> it's the classic Jim Carrey, why settle with one punchline when I can say five really quick. <laughs> and with a box on every TV in Gotham, I will become Gotham's cleverest carbon-based life form! That's pretty good. Yeah. B12! Hit in my favorite vitamin might I had. <laughs> and then you sunk my battleship. Some great submarine humor. A callback to the 66 Batman. It really is. It really is. Uh, I don't have any more. I mean, he's it's just, just yelling everything. Yeah, just Google Jim Riddler Carrey moments. Riddler. And there's your potent quotables, everybody. <laughs> there, we're giving it to you. <laughs> I'm sorry to bother you, sir. I have some rather distressing news about Master Dick. <laughs> is he all right? I'm afraid Master Dick has gone traveling, actually. He took the car. He boosted the Jag. Not the Jaguar, sir. The other car. The Bentley? No, sir. The other car. <laughs> the Tesla? No! <laughs> Damn it, Bruce! The Batmobile! <laughs> Which, Alfred is by himself. Why doesn't he just say the Batmobile? I know. <laughs> And that's what I don't Just get. Just whisper in his ear if you're going to be that, like, obvious about it, right? Yeah. And, but what's funny is Bruce is not getting it. What car? What car? I have another car. The car? That's like the oh, other... Oh, the Batmobile! <laughs> it plays... Like, it, it fits the vibe that he also gives to this conversation he has with Robin where he, Robin's like, you bastard it should have been you it's your fault <laughs> if you had told two-face you were at the circus they'd still be alive referring to his now dead parents yeah and batman with like no inflection in his voice is like if bruce wayne could have given your life further family he would have which he kind of tried to do i don't know why yeah. he didn't say i tried to tell him the circus was just loud <laughs> <laughs> Start carrying a, 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 a horn around with me or something to announce it. It was funny because that line where uh, Bruce tells uh, Robin, uh, the circus is probably halfway to Metropolis by now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just imagine him in the theater being like, oh, he's referencing Superman! The multiverse is coming! <laughs> Crossovers! Yeah. They, we, they didn't yeah, do they that, didn't did they? <laughs> For another or maybe they're a little bit more sane than we are in 2022. Maybe they're like, oh, that's a nice little cute reference. Yeah. Proceed I'm with fine the movie. with that. Yeah. yeah. It's just, everything just kind of comes full circle. <laughs> One of my favorite ones from Batman himself. Again, it's just delivered from Val in like this very like, okay, we get it. He's like, I'm Bruce Wayne and Batman. Not because I have to. Because I choose to. I choose to be Batman forever. He's telling every girl he meets that he's Batman in these movies. He doesn't tell Chase. She finds out, you know, because she yeah. kind of has to because Riddler, you know, tells yeah. her. Speaking of which, the last mm -hmm. Riddler one. Two, actually. I've thought of more. Okay. 
Uh, Since I went to the bathroom, you both, thought of all these? No, th- don't say that. That's kind of remember. Oh, I didn't go to the bathroom. <laughs> They're both from the same scene. You're uh-huh. going to know immediately what I'm talking about. In To start the third act, and like these movies do, anytime there's a new act, costume change, okay? Mm-hmm. Riddler comes on the screen in this very, very bright LED lit up question mark coat jacket. He, he's got Chase Meridian in his clutches. She's his prisoner. And he's like, you like the jacket? It keeps me safe while jogging at night. And <laughs> they have a little bit of a back and forth and she eventually says, Batman will come to save me. <laughs> Jim Carrey. It is like, if like, I don't even know. It's just like a hundred percent just quantified Jim Carrey in the oh. moment. He looks at Chase Meridian and says, Batman? Batman, you say? <laughs> I'm counting on it. That is the best part of the movie, yeah. objectively, right? Yeah. That, that I do love how he looks snippet. when he's just deformed at the end of the movie. That's yeah. that, that was a pretty cool touch. Gets a little supernatural when he, he downloads everybody, all the Gothamites' uh, intel from mm-hmm. their brainwaves, and he can brainwaves. speak with the voice of a thousand voices. <laughs> it's pretty cool. It's pretty I do cool. like that. Uh, the Riddler will return in uh, <laughs> <laughs> Edward Nash. Batman this time. Five ever. <laughs> yes. Okay, I think that's everything, right? Final thoughts. Can it stand alone? Arguably, yes, I think kind it can. of. I think it, it can touches stand alone. on the the. It's Val Kilmer standalone. Mm-hmm. Normally, it's tough. Usually, around the third one, it can't stand alone. Oh. I think Rocky was the other third installment that could stand alone because Rocky Three like recaps everything. And <laughs> all montage. those movies recap everything, so they all can stand alone. Stallone. Yeah, I think this movie can. It's his only movie as Batman, and you get a little bit of the backstory again. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think you can just it jumps it throws you into the frying pan immediately. So like. It's not like prepping you would do any good. Yeah. If you know who Batman is, you can watch the movie. Yeah. Absolutely. It can stand alone. Good job. Forever. Final thoughts and bagels. We rate our movies on bagels. It's a superior food item to rank your movies on. It's something that we've gotten, I don't want to say arguably worse at. It's just, you can kind of tell without a numerical score, but we're going to do it because we're committed here at the Bagel Bush I to like give a numerical score, score like with it. a decimal on every single movie we talk about. I like it. Um, Will it make sense? No. Will we always do it? Yes. Of course. 4.5 bagels for me. 4.8 for me. Okay. Yeah. In the same boat. Yeah. I, I don't know. It, it's just, I enjoy it for what it is. Mm-hmm. I can't. What is picture, it exactly? It's Batman Forever okay. from 1995. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I, I can't really picture myself going back to this anytime soon. Mm-hmm. Even like, uh, you know, would I watch it with you or something or watch it with a friend a la our rewatchable the scale? The rewatchable scale. Yes. If it's on What's the Mood, Stab My Eyes, watch with friends. Seek yeah. it out in a very jumbled order. <laughs> I think if this movie did not have all this serious, dark, brooding Bruce Wayne moments, it would be more inclined to watch with friends. But I feel like that movie kind of halts the story quite a bit me you don't want to watch it... nicole kidman just no <laughs> just no i don't hard on for <laughs> so I, I but stab my eyes seems pretty harsh yeah but i guess i would have to say stab my eyes Ooh, okay okay because okay. i just don't i don't i can't picture myself really 
revisiting the same. This time. is a very much a if it's on for me, and the times that it's on, it's not often. <laughs> but it is still was my favorite. I'm most nostalgic for mm-hmm. this particular Batman movie. And did that sway my opinion? I don't think so. 4.8 is pretty low for a Batman movie. But uh, in agreement with you, it'll probably be a while before I come back to it. But I'm always, like, ready to go, you know, when yeah. it's time. So if it's on, that's my rating for this one. Switching over to rankings now, as we've done okay. with all of these Batman movies. I believe we had a little Batman bit of... Batman Returns uh, at number one. That's is that what we it was agreed? locked in. It wasn't locked. In. That's it where locked we in. left it. Okay, we've got the three others. We've got Batman sixty six, Batman Forever, Batman Returns, and Batman nineteen eighty nine. Okay, so let's start at the bottom. We put this at the bottom. Yes, Batman Forever is at the bottom. Batman sixty six next. I don't. I don't. I. I told this is. I'm remembering mm-hmm. this now. I told you. That would be fine mm-hmm. for now. It's been almost a month. It's not fine anymore. I don't what? like it as a three slot. Why? You gave it a baker's dozen. It, need, it deserves to be higher. I don't. I don't. Daniel, agree with you have this. a movie. Uh, you agreed on. Okay, baker's how about dozen. this? Batman Returns, Batman sixty six, Batman, Batman Forever. I'll concede for now. Okay. I'm, as long as I'm a patient man. I'll wait to strike when the moment is needed. So yeah, Batman Returns, Batman sixty six. Yeah. Batman 89, Batman Forever. Mm-hmm. What a wild ranking. <laughs> We've wrapped up our review for this Batman Forever movie. Thank you all so much for listening. And as always, as we finish this review, we transition into the question I always pose to my co-host, Daniel. Mm. I'm going to actually change it this time. Because normally when we have a big break, we usually have this long, obscene, gross list of yeah. stuff we can talk about. And I'm not doing that. What I want to discuss with you is this right now. A new thing. It's called What Will You Watch? And the answer is The Batman. This is the last recording, okay? Uh-huh. This is the last recording of us, you know, not necessarily in real time when it comes out, but this is the last recorded episode of the miniseries where we have not seen the Batman. Mm-hmm. So my question to you, Daniel, other than what you will be watching, because we've already answered that mm-hmm. as the Batman, how difficult do you think it's going to be over the next four movies, essentially, five movies, excuse me, to not talk about anything It'll that has hard. happened in the Batman. It'll be very difficult. We are not spoiling that movie no. until, or even giving our takes on it whatsoever until that episode. Yeah. So when that hard. when that episode comes out, it'll be several we- several weeks after the movie has come out. So don't worry when you click on the next coming episodes in this miniseries that you'll be spoiled. You won't be. Maybe a little bit. No, just the ending. No, no. Just the ending or after credit scenes. Or we'll say if Riddler dies or if Catwoman dies or if the Penguin. We'll say those things, of course. But we won't say anything like if Robert Pattinson was good in the role. I understand what you're saying. Right. Thank you. I'm sure we didn't scare off anybody there. <laughs> and I Well, see, I was trying to present an olive branch to the people after this very, very jumbled topsy-turvy uh-huh. circus mess of an episode mm-hmm. and just took a big old shit on it didn't you <laughs> <I> did. 
<laughs> Thank you, as always, for listening to the Bagel Boys show. Thank you to Luke So Robin. we're really not doing what you've been watching at all, are we? This just doesn't feel right. Can we do a little bit? Can we do a mini? No. Yeah, let's do a mini. We'll have time for it. Hey, just give me a couple of what you've been watching. Please. Over the last month? Yeah, just give me a couple big ones that stand out. Thank Luke for yeah, the yeah, theme thank you song. all. Anyway, but no, come <laughs> on. I'm gonna say a couple. How mi- How much do you? W- I've watched so much over the last just month. Give me, just give me a couple. I'll give you a couple. Go, go ahead, give me a couple. Are you gonna give a couple? I are you doing the old bait very, and switcheroo? I am not bait and switching you. I just want you to freaking say what you want to say. Okay. After agreeing to not say. I didn't agree. You were talking. I you didn't smiled. agree. You You were like, that's pretty clever. I smiled Wes. like, oh, I'm about to just drop a bomb oh, on just him. Go ahead. What do you want to talk yeah, about? Yeah, I didn't agree to that. Uh, Listen, I finally got around to Ghostbusters Afterlife. Ben Bland, if you're listening, please call me. We have a lot to discuss. I don't understand why you liked it. I love I love Ben to death. Watch Coda. Uh, it's an Oscar contender for Picture of the Year. A picture charming of, little movie. Of the year. I like it. Charming little movie that just... Mm, it gave me a big old hug and snuggle. Mm-hmm. You should watch Code, everybody. Um, and uh, I watched Marry Me. Marry Me? Marry Me, Marry Me, Marry Me. What's Marry Me? Uh, that is the movie in which Jennifer Lopez is a pop singer who... Um, okay. Marries so I can't stretch the You're so mad that I'm bringing up I what you're watching. I can't even fathom that. What you're is, so mad at me You know, me for what I love about up. films nowadays is they really just stretch your imagination, you know? I know, I know, I know. And she marries Owen Wilson. Uh, okay, we, Owen okay. Wilson. <laughs> we are stretching the imagination. <laughs> it is a big stretcheroo. Okay. I don't know why he goes through with it, but uh, it's a romantic comedy on um, Peacock. Hmm. Was it good? No. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> Your turn. Thank you all so much for you listening to the show. You said you weren't going we to. Appreciate you, you all back on so your word, much. Man. We'll see you all next week. Taking hopefully you to next court. week, a week from now, to talk about Batman and Robin. And as always, never rub another man's rude blart. Bless your blarts. Bless your farts. Bless those bat blarts and farts. Uh, Bagel Face will appear in next week's episode, sure, sometime in the future. And just remember, next episode, we'll have the Batman spoilers. (laughs) 